Hello, my name is Anne Walsh. I'm a lay missionary of the Most Holy Redeemer from St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. Our Gospel for today, Thursday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time, is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13, verses 31 to 35. And we begin as we begin all prayer, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke. At that very hour, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today and tomorrow and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed away from Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often I have desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under his wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you, and I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. This gospel passage begins with a warning from the Pharisees for Jesus about Herod's plan to kill him. But it becomes a reflection on the nature of Jesus' life and his mission that invites you and me into reflection on the role we play in the continuing mission of Jesus and also on the spirit in which we enter into that mission. Let's set the scene for our reflection in the gospel today in this way. The story takes place while Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. He's on the way to the place where he is well aware that he might be killed for the mission that's been his life work. He knows this and still he's headed there. This has deep significance for you and me. So much of the real work of the missionary disciple takes place when you and I are on the way to somewhere else. We meet someone in need, in need of a listening ear or of some attention, and we stop and God's work is done. Most of the work of building the reign of God is done on the way. With that in mind, let's move on. The gospel passage begins with Herod, the puppet king put into his position by the Romans, issuing threats against Jesus. They're not idle threats. Jesus and others would take them seriously, considering that Herod recently had John the Baptist beheaded. But Jesus chooses to respond to the threat of violence with this response, Go and tell that fox for me, listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow. And the next day, I finish my work. Jesus makes it clear that he has no intention of halting his travels or his work because of a threat by the governing powers, as real as that threat is. He points to the signs that accompany his work, signs that God's work is being done, evil is being diminished, and people are being healed. He emphasizes his words by assuring his listeners that the work he's doing will be done today and the next and the day after that. You and I, therefore, have been part of Jesus' plan all along. We're the day after that. You and I are invited to ponder whether, as people who walk daily in the footsteps of Jesus, whether we're truly like Jesus Christ, spurred by love, which fuels 
courage in the face of fear, a love that renders violence powerless and refuses to heed the threats of the powerful. I must ask myself, as I journey, not to Jerusalem, but on the road of my life, am I cultivating a growing heart? A loving heart, like that of Jesus, expanding, full of compassion that will not waver in the midst of injustice and oppression and sometimes even violence? Do I lose heart when my small acts of resistance to oppression or injustice don't bear the fruit that I have in mind, that I hoped or dreamed of? I can take heart in remembering that Jesus' ministry and death did not immediately change the world as he had hoped. He needs you and me to take up our crosses again and again, knowing that we are continuing his work today and the next day and the day after that. As you and I journey on the road with Jesus, I think it's important to take the time to examine our own hearts and especially to take a look at the attitude with which we're seeking justice. It's not enough just to do the work that I believe Jesus calls me to do. It's even more important to do it with the heart of Jesus, a heart filled with mercy, a heart filled with compassion, a heart filled and overflowing with love. Today, may love inspire us to courage, a courage that overcomes fear. May love spur us on to seek justice, not from a place of anger, but from a deep well of compassion. And may love inspire us to be there for others for the long haul, for today and tomorrow and the day after that and for as long as it takes. And may Almighty God bless us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.